The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Toll free one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. Email is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our websites, www.xzoneradio.com and xzonetv.com. Don't forget, Exonation, if you'd like to get your copy of the X Chronicles newspaper, they're available at Scribd. Dot com forward slash X Zone Radio TV. That's S C R I B D dot com forward slash X Zone TV. X Zone Radio TV. I'm sorry. My guest this hour is Dr. James Lee Sharon. He is a journalist and a writer living in a suburb of Moscow, Russia. He is a combat veteran of the United States military, retired medically in June 1987. He is a former senior executive with the Eastman Kodak Company's Oversea Division. He has resided in the Russian Federation since taking permanently um, a resident status in 1991. He is currently owner and chief executive officer of Old Guard Productions, a company dealing in motion picture and television logistics and properties, and American Business tra- Training, a company which deals with sales and customer service training for Russian companies seeking to introduce Western business practices and standards. James was born in Dallas, Texas in 1953 and raised in the small east town of Center, where his parents still reside. Uh, James is a widower and has three adult children. He is a graduate of the Center High School and Stephen F. Austin State University, where he received a bachelor's degree in history, as well as a graduate of Moscow State University with a master's degree and Ph.D. in the same subjects, as well as a graduate degree in optical engineering from the Bowman Institute of Technology in Moscow. He's been working. Uh, he's been a working journalist for over 30 years and uh, has columns appearing in numerous publications in both Russia and the United States. Dr. Charon has numerous hobbies primarily related to the unexplained and historical research, both of which have been involved for many years. He is also involved in historical reenactment. And Dr. James Charon, welcome back to the Exxon. How are you, sir? Uh, doing, doing fine, Rob. It's good to be back with you. So tell me, what have you been up to since you and I last talked, uh, going back to, I believe it was 2007? Well, that was right after my last book came out, and that book was about uh, uh, unexplained ghost uh, uh, and apparition appearances. Mm-hmm. Well, while I was I was considering doing a sequel to that, 
and uh, got off on kind of a tangent and uh, started looking into a related field. Uh, so right now my project is uh, a book hopefully to be released next year. Uh, I still haven't gotten a title for it yet. Uh, on uh, astral projection and uh, astral travel. All right. Stand by, Doctor. You and I have to take a commercial break. It's great having you with us tonight. Dr. Lee J- James Lee Sean is our special guest. And uh, we're going to be talking about astral projection. We're going to be talking about out-of-body experiences. And we're also going to be talking about the paranormal in Russia. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. Then the show is repeated in its entirety from 2 a.m. until 6 a.m. one 877 is toll-free. Email exxon at talkstarradio.com and on MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. Dr. James Sharon and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as we continue live and around the world right here on Talkstar. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere, or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing. Old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Are you interested in the paranormal, ghosts, UFOs, or psychic phenomenon? Join me, Tim Bartley, co-host of Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, coming mid-January 2017 to the XZBN. We will channel spirits live and talk to them, revealing all kinds of amazing information. Spiritual attachments will be found and removed on the show, and so much more. To find out when you can listen to Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, visit www. 
www.xzbn.net for listeners on both sides of the veil. Welcome back, everyone. Dr. James Lee Sharon is our special guest. He is the author of Footprints in the Snow, Tales of Haunted Russia. He's working on a new book now that is going to be uh, including out-of-body experience and astral travel. And uh, when did you start getting interested in out-of-body experiences, uh, Doctor? Well, it happened kind of on, the, on a, an accidental basis. I began to notice while I was doing the research on footprints mm-hmm. that a lot of of the incidents that I was recording seemed to hinge on a, a pre-existing relationship uh, between the people who were actually seeing the apparitions and the apparition themselves. Uh, if you've read Footprints, you realize that it's not the, the famous stories that everybody hears. It's, it's the kind of things that are told in the village, and uh, it's family stories. Uh, things that happen in, in, a, in a local environment. So there was a, a very high number of these cases where people actually knew or knew of the apparition that was being seen. So, which adds credibility to the research. Adds credibility to the research. Right. It also adds credibility in that Russia is a very open place when it comes to discussing things like this. Uh, Believe it or not, one of the things the government over here did encourage was reporting this kind of thing. Hmm. They, uh, under the old system, they uh, had a, uh, a priority to debunk anything that had no explanation. So they encouraged people to report things so that they would have a chance to try and debug it. So there are huge volumes of files uh, with with police, medical, uh, fire, uh, hospitals, uh, security services, the military, uh, just huge volumes of files of these things. And lots of living witnesses who are perfectly willing to talk about it. So it's not suppressed in the uh, in the USSR? Or in it's, Russia, not, I it's, it's not suppressed in the Russian Federation at all. And uh, people are very honest. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a very matter-of-fact type of reporting, it, it's, it's like reading exactly what it is. It's like reading an official report. Hmm. What are, you know, I, when, you, when you were doing your research for the uh, for Footprints in the Snow Tales of Haunted Russia, were they just ghost stories that you investigated? Uh, it started out that way. Uh the, the stories that are in the book are ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to qualify that term. Uh, they are not, some of them are not traditional ghost stories. Uh, Can you give us I an example of a non traditional ghost story? 
Well, you won't find anything scary. Okay. Uh, none of the cases that I that I found that were really interesting were the frightening type things you see in Hollywood movies and on television. So they're they're not sensationalized. They're not sensationalized. It's just encounters with beings that have passed on. And were these positive encounters that uh, these people would be in having? Most, in most cases, they are either positive or neutral. Mm -hmm. I, I only have two, uh, no, three, that were negative. And they were not hostile. They were just negative. What do you think a ghost is, Doctor? Well, now understand what I'm about to say. I'm an engineer. Mm -hmm. And you know what they say about engineers. We don't have a creative bone in our body. If it can't be proven by hard fact and experimentation, it doesn't exist. My personal opinion, and this is based on consultations with a number of medical friend, friends in the medical community. Uh, when you verify a person's clinical death, what is the, the only legitimate, absolutely positive way to document that person's death? Well, let's see. Uh, his heart and brainwave. No. You got it the second time. Brainwave. Okay. What constitutes brainwave? What constitutes brainwave? Activity within the brain that can be measured on an EEG. What does an EEG measure? Electrical impulse. Uh, let's get a little more specific. Electromagnetic energy. Okay. What is the second law of thermodynamics? Well, now you've got me. Energy can neither be can neither be created nor destroyed. It may simply change form. Okay, so at the point of physical death, mm -hmm. in my opinion, the physical conduit that, con that contains an energy being, for lack of a better word, the the thing that actually makes us a viable person ceases to exist. But that energy form cannot cease to exist. Energy cannot be destroyed. And this energy field that we're talking about is also known as the soul. Also known as the soul and or any, and any number of other things. Mm -hmm, yes. But it must change form. It may not change physical form as we recognize it. It may very well retain its the form of the body that it once inhabited, but it no longer inhabits that body. Uh, let me give you an example. Have you ever met an amputee? Yes. Do you know what phantom, phantom limb syndrome is? Yes, that's where they still have pain in the limb that is no longer there. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Now, why do you think that might happen? 
Uh, well, I can only surmise this because they, the, um, well, sorry. Right, let's let's look at it two ways. Number one, it doesn't. It's it's not there, so they're imagining the pain is there because they imagine because the limb has been there for so long. There could be um, a a, a residue of the feeling still there, or based on based on the. Uh, curly in photography that we see that if you were to take off a piece of a leaf you would still see the outline of the leaf that was removed on the photo of the life exactly. force the energy grid that made up that limb remains mm-hmm. it's still there Okay. the physical conduit is gone but the energy grid that makes up that limb is still there in time, most people learn to ignore it, to to uh, uh, manage to subdue this feeling. But there are people who live all of their lives and are absolutely unable to wear a prosthetic simply because it will not fit, and they cannot make one fit. All right, so where does where does the ghost come into this? Uh, under the the uh, string theory, but more specifically the M theory, uh, it's postulated that there is an infinite number of parallel dimensions. Yes, that coexist with our own. Uh, an infinite number. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it's possible that as an energy form, these beings can cross into any one of these. Uh, evidence tends to indicate that they find one that is uh, uh Compatible with what they found enjoyable at some stage in this in this in this line. Uh, if you've ever noticed, uh, a lot of the uh, apparitions that we uh, have reported are people that appear much younger than they were at the time they died. And they're dressed much differently than they were at the time they died. All right. Uh, this is—it's entirely possible that they had that this was a, a period in which they were comfortable, at an age in which they were comfortable, and they have found a place like that to inhabit, and can periodically visit this one when the conditions are right. But they will appear the way they appear now. All right, Doctor, stand by. Not the way they appeared. You and I have to take a commercial break. Uh, It's getting interesting here. Dr. James Lee Sharon is our special guest, Exonation. 1-877-528-8255 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email is exon at talkstarradio.com. And on MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. 
I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. And if you'd like to give us a call and ask Dr. Sharon a question, one 528 8255 We'll be back on the other side of the news. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Dr. James Lee Sharon is our special guest, and he is the author of Footprints in the Snow, Tales of Haunted Russia. So tell me, doctor, how did your research into Footprints in the Snow, Tales of Haunted Russia, get you to doing or thinking or learning about out-of-body experiences and astral travel? Well, there were some stories that I was going to use in footprints Mm -hmm. that weren't actually ghost stories. Uh, There were three or four of them. One of them was, was extremely personal in nature. But they, they got me to thinking about this. Uh, after reading over them and talking over what I had found with, like I said, a couple of friends of mine in the medical community, and uh, uh, one of them is a board-licensed psychiatrist, by the way, uh, we began to develop a theory that If a person happened to have some kind of strong pre-existing connection with another with another person in life, mm-hmm. that connection would not necessarily uh, end if one of them died, and it could, in fact, get it could, in fact, strengthen. Now, now how could how could it strengthen if one of the parties is now deceased? because one of them is now a pure energy being. Okay. There is no resistance. There's no no resistance. Resistance to what, sir? Uh, You're you're dealing with a... uh, It's like dealing with a current. Uh, If you're sending a current over uh, a copper wire... Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to lose a certain amount of that current due to resistance. 
if you no longer have to deal with the copper wire, you do not lose that that amount due to resistance. So you have a a, a marginal increase in, in in the strength of signal. Okay, but if we're, if we're dealing with energy. Why does that energy remain if that energy is no longer housed in a biological unit that keeps it in one place? Wouldn't the energy scatter? No. Why not? Apparently it does not. But but normally, wouldn't energy scatter? Uh, it, it entirely depends. Uh, on, a, on a molecular level, uh, some does and some doesn't. Uh, All right, you're buddy. always going to have, uh, uh, well, how do I explain this? Well, let, let me just ask you this then. If some of the molecular, uh, if some of the energy at the molecular level does not stay, doesn't that mean the entire, uh, the entire energy field would now change as well because of the, uh, because of the change at the molecular level? Well, yes, but the, the the energy field is 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 not what's changing. The conduit that houses the the energy field has changed. Yes, but I, like I'm saying, energy that is not able to be is that that is not contained or housed in in a set specific area wanders. That pre that presupposes that the energy is formed into its shape by the housing. All right. If we were to take a, uh, a cube, 12 by 12, 12 inches by 12 inches by 12 inches. Right. And if we were to put, uh, let me see, what kind of energy could we put in there? Um, uh, okay. Let's use, let's let's use water. We fill it full of water. We okay. empty. You know we. Take out one of the sides. The water no longer maintains the square shape. It goes back into a a roaming mass. Right, but that's presupposing that the water is uh, being held in shape by the box. Yes, that's right. What if the box is being held in shape by the water? I understand that, and that's that's an excellent point. But when it comes to the energy that leaving our the, when that it comes to, to be the case, but when it comes yeah. to the energy leaving our bodies, the body does not change shape. The body remains the same the same shape. The body will remain the same shape because the body was formed around this energy grid. It will eventually decompose and change shape because the energy grid that supports it is no longer there. Uh, all right, but I, I, I don't. I, I see where you're going with this, but I don't agree with it. Uh, the the uh, from what we've been able to figure out, looking at at the the manifestations. The, the energy form is what maintains the shape of the physical form, not vice versa. 
if you read all of the ancient uh, religious texts, mm-hmm. all of them, uh, every single one of them uh, postulates a physical body and a physical place. The physical body is no different fundamentally than the one we have now. Okay, everybody knows that. Now, if, in fact, it is the energy form that maintains the shape of the body rather than the body maintaining the the container, so to speak, for the energy form, this would be possible. Otherwise, it would not be possible. And with so many different accounts of this from so many different time periods and different cultures, it's impossible for this to be a consolidated, uh, unified uh, uh, proposition. It just can't be done. All of these stories developed at different times in different places and different cultures. And they are all just enough different to show the cultural differences of the of the people that, that postulated the theories. All right, so let me ask again, what does this have to do with out-of-body experiences and astral travel? Okay. For brief periods of time, the energy form may leave the body. It must return. As long as as long as the body is living, it must return. Uh, I say must return. Of course, it does not have to return, but if it did not return, the physical body would die. Uh, but there are ample cases on record of people being seen in different places. It's called a doppelganger. A doppelganger, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, a completely identifiable. Yeah. Uh, and yet be known to be in a completely different place. Uh, I'm going to use one uh, example here. I'm not going to mention any names. Uh, because there are some people that are living. Uh, two of them are quite old, and I'd, I'd just as soon not bring back some uh, rather painful memories. Uh, because one of the people, one of the primaries, is now dead. But was not dead when this took place. What took place? Uh, the, the, the incident that I'm about to uh, relate. Okay. Uh I think you're aware of what happened here in August of 1991. Uh, they called it a coup, a putsch. Uh, to make a very long story short, you did not see a fraction of what happened here. It was not a coup. It was not a putsch. It was a literal shooting revolution. People died. 
There were barricades across the streets. There were people armed with anything they could find to pick up, and they stood on barricades made out of cast-off rubbish and faced down what was at that time, and still is, by the way, I'm going to brag on, on my adopted country, the finest mechanized army in Europe. Uh, when this first started taking place, there was a little bandit radio station they had mounted on the back of an old uh, an old truck. Uh, we call them Trubinskis over here. You know what a GMC uh, boost half truck looks like? Mm, yes. You know the old army trucks. Yeah. We call them Trumanskis because Truman sent us a bunch of them over here on Lindley's. There's a lot of them still. There's a lot of them still running around. Anyway, a bunch of college kids mounted a mounted a little one horse radio transmitter on the back of one of these trucks and uh, kept moving the thing around so that they couldn't be located, broadcasting an appeal for anyone that had any kind of military experience to show up at the barricades because things were getting desperate. Well, among the people who uh, appeared at the barricades were uh, two British guys, one American, and a whole whole lot of Russian guys that had previous military experience that weren't real crazy about what had been done to Mr. Gorbachev. This went on for three nights, three days and three nights. And it was, like I said, far, far more dangerous and far, far more deadly than you ever saw there. Well, the American, uh, his wife was uh, in the States visiting her folks. And... uh, of course, what little you guys saw on the on the uh, the television over there wasn't very much. But uh, this woman saw what she thought was her husband on the barricade. Mm-hmm. Now, what she saw didn't look too terribly dangerous. But these two people were raised together from very, very tiny children, and they had a very, very strong psychic connection. Uh, It was not a situation where they read each other's body language. They could do that. Is this going to take take us into the other body experiences? Yes. Okay. They could literally read each other's minds, and distance had nothing to do with it. This woman knew what was going on. Uh, she took ill and uh, and went to bed. Uh, during the time that she was in her bed, running a rather high temperature, uh, she was seen on the barricade along with her husband uh, with uh, one of the most powerful weapons uh, ever. We're going to have to speed this up, Doctor. We're running out of time. 
was one of the most powerful weapons ever invented. <laughs> so, uh, she was a tiny, tiny woman. Mm-hmm. There must have been 30 people that saw this woman there. The man never saw her. He had no idea that this was going on until after it happened. Then, accidentally, someone came up to him a few, several days later. The woman, was, the woman, by the way, was still in the States. And this friend of his came up behind him and said, well, Who was that woman? Well, what woman? And he describes the woman. But the woman he's describing is the way this woman looked when she was in her early 20s. You and I have to take our final break, Doctor. Please stand by. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. And uh, our guest this hour is Dr. Lee, James Lee Sharon. We're trying to find out what this has to do with out-of-body experiences and astral flying. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. Don't go away. We'll be back right after this break as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation, whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials. How we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world.
And welcome back, everyone. I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking all our guests tonight. Dr. Mona Lisa Schultz and I discussed um, psychic doctors, psychic diagnoses. And uh, then in hour number two, Cynthia Sue Larson and I talked about reality shifters. Hour number three, Bill Bean and I discussed his book, Dark Forces. And this hour, my guest is Dr. Le- James Lee Schron. And he is the author of Footprints in the Snow, Tales of Haunted Russia. All right, Doctor, we've got about two minutes. Tell me how this all relates to out-of-body experiences and astral travel. Okay, very, very, very simply. There was no possible conceivable way that that woman could possibly be where she was seen on that barricade. Is it possible it was somebody who just looked like her? No. Every single description matched identically. And the, and the descriptions that were given did not match her current appearance. They matched her appearance 20-something years before. Okay, but what are we talking about here? Are we talking about a ghost? Are we talking about an apparition? Are we talking about an out-of-body experience? We're you talking know. about an, out of, an out-of-body experience. The woman recalled being there when she woke up. But this was not known to the people involved until several weeks after the fact. And she related it to them as bits and pieces of a dream. Doctor, I must tell you, you've got me totally confused. I, I'm trying to follow this conversation, and, and I can't. Uh, the, 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 gist of, the gist of it is uh, a woman who was basically 4,000 miles away uh, astrally made an appearance uh, that was seen by about 12 different people. Uh in a form that uh, was completely uniform in description, but not her current form. Doctor, we've run out of time for tonight. Thanks very much for joining us. And um, I, I, I must confess, I'm lost. It's well, that's it's it for everybody. Uh, I want to thank my producer tonight of Master Control, the one and only Alec. Hey, thanks, Alec, buddy. Take care. Speak to you tomorrow night. Thanks for keeping us up on those four big satellites in the sky. Galaxy 4R, Telstar 7, Anglia 2, and on satellite G3. To my wife and senior producer, the lovely Laura Rogers, thank you, sweetie. And to you, the Exxon Nation, thank you for allowing us to be part of your day, your night, no matter where you are on this great big world of ours. Even if you're standing in Russia when you're living somewhere in the United States. I don't know. This guy, he was all confusing. I guess that's what happens when you live too long in Russia. So until tomorrow night, everyone, take care of each other. Remember that if you can, deep in your po- dip in your pockets and help out those who can hardly make ends meet. I'm sure they'd appreciate it. And, and, and always, always, always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night, everyone, until tomorrow night.